Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. From toxic types to cheating scandals, this is Love and Reality. You're as fake as your nose, lip, and boob job. Not my type, but... You have wasted my time. It's Intimacy Week on Married at First Sight, and it's inspired us to chat about the ins and outs of creating, building, and keeping the intimacy alive in a relationship. Welcome to Love in Reality. I'm your host, Madison Hockey, and to discuss all this and more, I'm joined by global sexual wellness brand, lovehoney.com.au's resident psychosexologist, Chantelle Otten. Chantelle, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm so good. I'm very excited to be here. Um, and I think we've been meaning to chat for a while now, so I'm glad that we can connect. One of the couples on the show I found really interesting to watch is Alana and Jason. They have great sexual mm-hmm. chemistry, but their emotional connection has been an issue for them. And one of the show's experts, Alessandra, kind of speaks about the importance of building an emotional and a sexual connection at the same rate. Do you kind of agree with that mm. idea? I do. Yeah, I do. Because I think that you do need to have a, a balance. And look, for all couples, it's impossible to be on the same page with everything all the time. But mm. I think with them, they've been very vocal about how they're feeling, especially Alana, how her expectations. She's very much focused on sourcing that out and not focusing just on the physical connection which is great did you tear up at one point at the a little yes yeah, so, and then i saw you and i was like, I that was weird, eh? I had to write it in don't if it's coming it's because there's something that your body wants to let out the best way for us to be able to cope with differing needs and desires is to make sure that you're communicating with your partner and vice versa And I think that, you know, even if we come back to ways to do that, there are fun ways to integrate emotional and sexual connections through playing different types of games to get to know someone um, on a different level. I love a little game. I mean, I feel like they kind of spice it up. I love that. (laughs) It's, It's also made me wonder, watching those two on screen, is there such a thing as there being too soon a time to sleep with someone? We hear about the three date rule, but that just seems so outdated and rigid. Oh, so outdated. Yeah, I think that deciding to have sex with someone is completely an individual experience. And that can include, you know, what kind of comfort level you have with that person, how emotionally ready you are, whether you're doing it for the right reasons. There's so many different factors. And the best way to decide if you're ready to get to the next level with someone is to check in with yourself and put yourself in that situation with the person you're considering to have sex with. When you're imagining having sex with them, does it make you feel happy and give you positive emotions or do you feel shame or guilt or anything negative? This is a great way to understand where you're at and what you need to do to be able to take the next step. Would you have any advice for any couples out there if one half of the relationship 
is more sexual than the other partner? How do you kind of balance that? If your partner's, you know, got a higher libido mm. than you do, I mean, how do you kind of satisfy one person's needs without exhausting another's? Well, I think you need to look at where you're at. You don't have to be on their level, but you have to be able to communicate what works for you. Um, if there's stress in the relationship because of it, then I suggest doing some work, you know, seeing a sexologist like myself and working through ways that you can get to a comfortable position together and manage expectations. You really have to meet in the middle. There are going to be times where you have more desire than the other person or vice versa. And I think it is really about communicating that. Do you ever find couples who come to see you are nervous to do so or are they kind of anxious about what kind of stigma that will put on their relationship? I don't know if it's about the stigma because I think it's pretty reasonable for us all to have varying levels of desire. I do think that they are nervous because they're not sure what's going to happen. Mm. They're not sure what the end result is. And I do think that there can be nerves just in general talking about sexuality. I mean, I think it's a topic we all kind of need to normalise a little bit more. It's not just sexuality. It's it's all about sexual wellness now. It's a very important part of, of relationships. There's a very famous experiment out there that was done by Arthur Aaron, which saw couples answer 36 questions and stare into each other's eyes to fall in love. We saw Mm -hmm. this week on Married at First Sight, couples do something quite similar. This exercise is called eye gazing. Gazing is more of a loving, gentle, taking the other person in kind of situation. And it's very difficult to do because the eyes don't lie. Do you think there's something there about building that intimacy? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a very vulnerable position to be able to be fully present and focused on that other person, you know, build attraction, build connection, or I guess be aware of vulnerabilities, you know, anxiety of some sort. You can read emotions better and get to know them better when you're looking directly into their eyes. It is also like one of the easiest ways to acknowledge another person by noticing their existence Mm. and considering them, you know, seeing how their body reacts as well. It's vulnerable too because you're feeling, you're open. Your eyes are like the window to your soul. So, mm-hmm. you know, even during sex, it's a great way to build connection and ensure you're both 100% in the zone. It can help a lot with intimacy, especially in this busy world that we live in. Mm, eye contact can be quite intimate and quite intense. So I can see how that would mm. be very beneficial. Mm. Uh, it's an age-old question, but how do you think couples can keep the spark or sexual desire alive after being together for for a number of years? I think that comes down to curiosity. It's natural for the spark to waver in long-term relationships. And I suggest that spicing things up in the bedroom is something that you take into consideration because, you know, when we have sex, often we can have a sexual menu, we can go through the same types of experiences and we can add that level of excitement by adding in things like sex toys, even like a remote or Bluetooth controlled vibrator that your partner can use and control the levels where you are holding the vibrator on you or in you. You know, we have the We Vibe and Love Honey remote control, clitoral and G-spot vibrator, which is a fave of mine. So great for anyone who has a clitoris 
And there's a lot of different things like the vibrating cock ring or trying out an orgasm gel or trying a little bit of kink. So with some blackberry handcuff or grabbing the love honey wand and using it on different parts of the body. You know, these are things that we shouldn't take for granted. And our sex life is something that we need to expand on as we continue onwards. It shouldn't stay on the same specific menu. We need to try different cuisines and spices. Absolutely. I mean, I've always been an advocate for not shying away from trying something new and bringing toys into the bedroom. But some people can find them quite intimidating. Do you have any advice for couples out there who are looking to branch into that area, but they're a bit nervous to do so? Yeah, I mean, sex toys are not there to replace anyone. They are there to extend on your sexual repertoire and sexual self-esteem. So there are just some things that toys can do that fingers, hands and mouth cannot. So vibrate, send air technology, can be controlled by Bluetooth, be great for long distance. You know, I think that it's important for us to realize that it's not a one-size-fits-all model and we do need to continue onwards. Great for experimenting, keeping that spark alive. I think one big fear in relationships is that that desire and that spark will fade. Should we be a little more accepting and kind to ourselves that maybe we won't be going at it like rabbits for the rest of our lives? Yeah, I think that we should be kind. I think that it shouldn't go away unless there's something going on from a medical or psychological aspect. And that's why it's important to you know, see a sexologist if you are worried about it. But sex, eroticism, intimacy is super important when it comes to self-care and you need to prioritize it, especially in long-term relationships. It's important to keep the spark alive and that means it's important that you focus on yourself first and foremost and lead the way rather than expecting your partner to do it. And I think that just because your libido has declined doesn't mean sex can't be fun and exciting. So getting creative as a couple, communicating about what your needs and wants are, how you're feeling, when you can do it, what's going on with your cycle, with your energy, etc., will be able to help keep that conversation flowing and hopefully help you prioritize it at the same time. And I think also go back to basics a little bit, get some spice in your life, get some sexy lingerie, you know, I think... With Love Honey, it's important to know that there's so much on that website that will be able to help excite you. And, of course, um, you know, they have a great range of not only beautiful sex toys, but lingerie that's size 8 to 24. So there's something on there for everyone. And you know what? If you're struggling, there is a customer service team. There is a very big range on there, so I do recommend people check it out. Libido, I've also read and experienced that that can kind of fluctuate according to how you feel, not just about your partner, but about yourself. How do you advise anybody kind of work on that issue? I think it all comes back to self at the end of the day. I think that if you're not prioritizing yourself and your energy and your self-care, then you can be letting not just yourself down, but your relationship too. And I think that in the scope of, of where we're at 2021, we're so busy. We're trying so hard to achieve. I think that it is really important to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to prioritize myself in order to prioritize my sexual relationship and my general relationship with my partner. 
You yourself have been in a relationship with Dylan for over two years now. Do you have any tips or tricks for how you keep your spark alive in your relationship? You guys seem to be doing very well. (laughs) Just the same as everyone else, you know. We communicate about it. We talk about it. Of course, I'm an ambassador for Love Honey. We have a whole range of things to play with. Mm. And we just try and enjoy and, and keep it light and fun, not make it too serious. But we're very aware of each other's schedules and when we can prioritize time as well. I'm sure being so busy, I mean, prioritizing time and actually making an effort would be very important for you guys and and a lot of couples out there. For sure. What is the best sex tip you've ever been given? Uh, That you should embrace curiosity. I think that we sometimes can assume we know what our partner wants or what we need, but we're not as curious to find out what we could experiment with a little bit differently or what we can tweak to make things better. I think if we just go into sex lives with a menu in mind, then we can limit ourselves. And, you know, I say to all my patients, you know, be curious about where you're going and what your partner likes and the way that their body reacts. So I I say to everyone, just be curious. I love that. Great tip. Well, Chantel, thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And you know what? I'm looking forward to listening to this podcast come out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.